You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number two. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset, tools, and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go! Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here again. In this episode, I'm going to talk about a situation that I think a lot of you recognize, and I only know this too well from my past dating life, and it's also something that many of my clients have experienced, so it might resonate with you as well. This is about when you are chasing a man. It's a situation when you're dating a man that you really like, but who seems to be a little bit hard to get. It's difficult to get his attention and to get a date with him, He is shifting between hot and cold, but when he's hot, oh my god, he's really hot. And not just that, he's also seriously someone you find interesting and like spending time with and you just don't want to let him slip away. So you turn him into a challenge and start chasing him. In this episode, I'm going to cast some light on this phenomenon, the man chasing, and then I will give you a few tools that you can use to clear your head Give your brain the cold shower so you can wake up and see what's really going on here. And I will also give you some insight on why you might be particularly vulnerable to falling into this trap, getting into chasing energy with a man who shows little or no interest, instead of just backing out. Because once we understand our behavior and we get this awareness, that's when we have a choice to start changing it and show up in ways that serve us better. And finally, I will give you three steps to take to get yourself out of the situation if you notice that this is happening to you right now. But first, let me explain this scenario a little bit more. You're dating a man and you really like him. You don't know him that well yet, but you know him enough to be sure that this is someone special. You feel good in his company, you have great conversations and you feel very attracted to him. You have a lot in common and there's a special connection between you guys and you're starting to think that this could be someone you want to keep on a longer term, that this could be your person, he could be it. You might even have been intimate with him and this makes you feel even more connected to him. He also seems to be interested, at least he was in the beginning. He was very active, he was inviting you out, texting you, asking you how your day was and so on, but lately he's just been very busy. And when you're not together, you don't hear much from him. He's not reaching out, he's not initiating a conversation, not inviting you. But on the other hand, he's also not ending the conversations. He's not telling you that he doesn't want to see you again. And his reasons for not being able to make the time for you are all valid. He's busy, 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 and there's a big deadline with work, some stuff going on in his family, friends that need him, etc. It all makes sense and you understand why he can't see you just now. Part of you realizes that it doesn't actually feel that great right now, but you choose to ignore that part and just focus on how good it felt to be on a date with him and how amazing you think he is. And as time passes and all you hear from him is a text every now and then as a response to something you sent him the day before, you should think that you would start losing interest in this guy But ironically, what happens is the opposite. You start obsessing over him and the idea of getting just one more date. 
If I could only have one more date, then I can convince him of how great our connection is, and he will also feel it when we're together again. And if he doesn't, then at least I can see how he feels. I will know where he stands. It feels very important to get this one more date, and you even have urges to reach out to him. This restless feeling of wanting to take action to get some answers and is basically just for you to get rid of this uncomfortable uncertainty and this little pinch of anxiety that you feel right now. So you look for excuses to text him and let him know that you are thinking of him and you might even think of creative ways to show up in his life or organize a surprise date for him. And when you look at your phone, you notice that for every one text you have received from him, you send him about three. Now, you are officially in chasing energy. This is chasing. You might not see it like this in the moment. You just want to get some answers from this guy and find out where he stands and have this one chance of giving him your all so he can see what he's missing out on. But when you are taking all the initiative and he's leaning back and only responding to what you send his way and this makes you want to do even more, then that is chasing. So I don't want you to feel bad about yourself now if you recognize this from your own life. There's nothing wrong with you and nobody actually teaches us this. You are just responding in the way that you've experienced works in other areas of life. You want something, you go for it. But what I want you to see here is that this is not a good situation for you. It's not serving you. You are burning all your energy and you're not getting the result you want. You are running after a man that's not noticing you the way we would want him to if he was your person. And if you're looking for a man who's not afraid of stepping up and taking initiative, then you don't want to invest your energy in someone you have to chase, right? Okay, so what are you going to do then? Time for the cold brain shower. I'm going to give you three questions to ask yourself so you can get more clarity and awareness of what's going on. Number one, I want you to take a step back and ask yourself, what are his actions telling me? What are his actions telling me? Just look at what he's been doing and not doing over the past couple of weeks or maybe even months. Because he's already telling you something with his actions or lack of actions. We think we need to see him and hear the words from him. But what I want you to see here is that a man is already communicating to you through his actions. And what I want you to realize, although this might not be what you want to hear, is that a man who is really interested He will find ways to find the time for you, regardless of how busy he is. He will move mountains to get a date with you and he will find a minute to text you or call you. Just think of how easy it is for you to pick up the phone and text him, even if you are also super busy. So when he's not reaching out, it's because he's not inspired to do so. He's not interested enough. It doesn't necessarily mean anything negative. It doesn't mean that he doesn't like you or that he never wants to see you again if you invite him for dinner, for instance. It just means that he is not as crazy about you as we would want him to be if he was your future partner. Because you want to remember that when you're looking for a partner, it's not enough that he's just responding and saying yes to an invitation. We don't want him to be in this kind of lukewarm, friendly, neutral place. We want him to be above average interested in you. So this could indicate that he is not on the same page as you. So look at his action and see what they tell you. Number two question to ask yourself is, is he really that amazing? Did you put him on a pedestal? 
It might be true that he was really amazing on the first couple of dates, but you still don't know him that well. And what about now? Is he really that amazing when he isn't showing up for your connection? When he barely reads your messages and doesn't have time to see you? You got to see the full picture here. You got to add the part where he's no longer available into the full equation of the human being he is to you. Challenge yourself to see the full reality. And I also want you to know, as a smart woman, that it's never a good idea to put a man on a pedestal. You get to love, admire, respect and appreciate him, but never put him above yourself. Let him stay on the ground right next to you, so you can look him in the eyes. You are not below him, you matter as much as him, and when you put him up there, you also tell yourself that your needs and desires are less important than his. So challenge how you see him and include the full picture. Number three question to ask yourself is, what part of you is tolerating lack of interest? Get curious about why this is even a situation that you accept. Because part of you tolerates and even rewards someone who isn't showing you the attention you want from them. Think of this, you are telling yourself that he is amazing even if you are suffering. And this is the part of you who doesn't feel 100% worthy and deserving of love. This is the part you want to heal within yourself. Because before you heal that, you will be prone to falling into the same or similar behavior that is not serving you. Here you also want to get curious about whether this is a pattern. Have you been here before? Do you recognize this feeling of getting fed not more than crumbs and still hanging there in the tip of your nails? This is really important because if this is showing up in your life as a pattern, your biggest problem is not him or any other man. Your biggest problem is actually the relationship you have with yourself. You are not valuing yourself highly enough. So now you might be thinking, okay, Lerke, you just told me that he isn't really that interested in me. He isn't really that amazing. And my biggest problem is myself. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, I told you I was going to give you a cold brain shower, but don't despair because nothing is wrong with you and you are definitely not alone. But even better, you can change this tendency. You can shift your energy in this situation and really up-level how you respond. And this in itself will radically change who and how you date. But in order to do that, we need to take a look at some of the root causes that make you vulnerable to fall into chasing energy with a man. Because often the reason why we are responding in ways that don't serve us is because of some beliefs we carry as a deep programming in our brain. And beliefs are just thoughts that we've thought for a very long time and that we therefore don't even see ourselves. We just think of them as facts of life and not a thought that can be changed. But when you get the awareness of your programming, you can start to reprogram your brain. So what are some beliefs that make you vulnerable to chasing a man? Well, the first one is, I have to earn love or I have to work hard to deserve love. This belief that love has to be earned or achieved and that it doesn't come easily to you is sort of the evil twin belief of having to be perfect to feel good enough. It's driven by the same idea that worthiness and lovability is not a given and you have to earn both of them. So if you have a perfectionist mindset, you are most likely operating from this or a similar belief, but maybe on an unconscious level, you feel that your worth is closely correlated to your achievements. And this is of course not true. You are already lovable and worthy in yourself and you do not have to work hard to deserve or earn love. 
if you experience that you have to work really hard to achieve love, then you are not with the right man. The second belief that you might have and that makes you vulnerable in this situation is that struggle equals value. This might be true in other areas of life, setting a goal, getting an exam, getting a promotion or achieving a business result or saving a lot of money for something. When we work really hard to achieve it, we value it more. But this is not a useful thought to have in the case of love because love is not more valuable if you have to work for it or struggle to get it. In fact, it's more a warning sign if you have to work for it. Unfortunately, our brain is also wired to perceive everything that's in scarcity as being more valuable, which is also not always true. So here I want you to challenge this automatic thinking and ask yourself, is getting attention from a man who is unavailable most of the time really that valuable? What are you not creating in your life when you believe that? Imagine you invest the same energy in someone who is actually available. Then where would you be now? The third and final belief that I want to share with you today is the belief that this is what works because it works in other areas of life such as career, business, exams, studies and goals in general. You are operating from the masculine action-oriented energy that most of us learn to do and that gives you results in other areas. We also think that part of being a modern woman is to be proactive with a man. But this sometimes leads us into an over-functioning energy where we are not actually equal with him. We are doing much more and taking much more initiative than him. And we might be pushing forward in this impatient energy that can come across as desperately chasing. And this is not very attractive to him. What I have found is that many of us carry all three beliefs. We don't feel fully convinced of being deserving of love in ourselves without having to do anything to prove our worth. And we take pride in achieving difficult things, so to speak. In other words, value what we achieve through struggle. And finally, we also operate per default from masculine energy, which altogether makes us vulnerable to getting into the chasing trap. So now you understand the dynamics of the chasing and why you could be vulnerable to this. But what if you are right now in a situation like this? What are the steps you can take to get yourself out and take back your power? As I said in the beginning, I'm going to give you three actionable steps that you can take. Step number one. Again, I want you to look at his actions and then ask yourself, is this what I want from my ideal partner? What would I want from him? Have you even thought about that? Try to sit down and get really clear on this. It's important to understand that even if we cannot control other people's behavior, because don't even try, it's a no-go. We are always in control of how we respond, including what we tolerate from others. And you can let go of a man who doesn't show up for the connection. You don't have to wait until there's someone else to focus on. In fact, when you hold on to someone who's not good for you, you are blocking the space for the man who is right for you. So have the courage to leave some open space for a new person to come in. And the way that you do that is very simple, but it might not be easy. Stop reaching out now. Put the phone away. Step away from it. You don't have to break up with him. You're not in the relationship. But let go of reaching out and let go of giving him all your power and all your energy. Step number two is take back the focus to yourself. This might not be what you feel like right now, 
And you might even feel discouraged and like you gave up on some big project. But I promise you, this will pass and you will get back your balance and inner peace when you take back your focus 100% to yourself. The first part of this is to be kind to yourself and allow yourself to feel whatever comes up. It is really important that you don't push away sadness with the reason that it wasn't a real relationship or you should be strong and move on. You've got to be there for yourself now and allow all these emotions. The next thing to do when you take back focus to yourself is do the things that light you up. Come back to enjoying life. Go out with friends, do the sports you like, listen to your favorite podcast, plan something fun for the coming weekend. Get back into your vibe of loving life and not being attached to one person. And then the final step you want to take here is open yourself up to other men. Not necessarily going on dates if you don't feel ready for that, but start connecting with other men that you see in your daily life. Go have a coffee with someone, chat with someone, smile to your colleagues and so on. Like this you are telling your brain that there are other men in this world and this guy is not the last one on earth. So when you are ready to go back to dating again, you want to do that and you also want to hold on to living the rest of your life and enjoying it. Because when you do that and you avoid over-investing yourself too early in one person, this will help you stay out of the chasing energy. So I hope this was helpful and I will be back sooner than you know with another episode of Smart Women's Dating Podcast. And in the meantime, have fun and enjoy dating. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast and then you'll also help other women find it. 